boy. Hey, uh-oh. What, what is this? Well, well we're, we are live on YouTube. <laughs> the truth serum is coming. Live on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? Uh, Mark's yeah. here from Chatham. Thank you. This, this, yeah, yes. this smells like, a, like some kind of schnapps. So undefeated. Yeah, exactly. Butterscotch. Yeah, that's butterscotch. That's good for you. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. ah, it's like dessert. Puts, yep. Yes. Here All right. Well, thanks. Chest. Thanks to Fisher's Chatham for a delicious shot. These guys are special. Impromptu shot. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's the Permanent Relegation Podcast. We're back. We're back, buddy. It's been like three months. December. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian was on the show back in December. That he was. Uh, so he jetted off to Germany and <laughs> and then Montreal and all that yep. kind of crap. Yes. But uh, anyway, let's get the pleasant trees out of the way. Of course, Peter's loaned him out to everywhere. <laughs> 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 uh, Andy, Chris, Chris, yep. Peter, uh, Peter, Peter in the house. <laughs> oh hey, uh, hey, oh hey, what's up, Peter? Um, <laughs> oh, would that guy get here? A lot has happened since we were last on the air. Yes. Uh, you have become a dad for the third time. For a third time, yes. Newborn boy. Newborn boy. Yes. Yes. Nova causes that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I looked at my wife and I said, how did that happen? And she goes, I just can't quite figure it out. And I said, we'll figure it out one day, baby. Let's just keep doing what we're doing because yeah. we shouldn't change Just keep anything. trying. Right. Just keep, keep trying. trying. Yep. Uh, getting good at it. So, beautiful baby boy. Yep. Uh, so, congratulations Mr. to uh, you. Thomas Kieran. Mm -hmm. Mr. Kieran. Yep. Yep. Mr. Kieran. Yep. And then uh, also, we're doing a show on a Monday. Because uh, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, yep. and it's uh, Chris and his wife's anniversary yes. tomorrow, too. So, is so. that? Geez, double. I know. Yes. What about, was that wedding like? I'm it was, a, well, it was gotta, awesome. It was a huge party. Gigantic. I mean, you have her entire family, the Larkin family, yep. and Ball and Murphy. So, it was a giant <laughs> Irish, just there was, kind uh, of a drunk fest. There, there <laughs> was, was um, uh, Irish car bomb cupcakes. Uh, yeah, that was um, there. Yeah, they had. I mean, all the the liquor you could want, green stuff. But yeah, there was the Irish car bomb cupcakes were the number one. Hit. I didn't get to try any of them. Apparently, they were amazing, <laughs> but they were gone before I even got close to them. So. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sounds good. So, congratulations yeah. to so, you and, and so your shout misses. out to yes to Annalise. Thank you for uh, the wonderful time you've put up with me because <laughs> uh, I know it ain't easy, baby. <laughs> so I appreciate you. Uh, we also have a new website up and running. That we do. We got that done. Permanentrelegation.com is back. We had it. We had it. Mm -hmm. Went on hiatus. Yep. Got that domain back. Got that domain back. We got it back. And we're ready to go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're good. So if you want to check us out, permanentrelegation.com, we're going to have um, what we have currently going on, mm -hmm. upcoming shows. Yep. Uh, we're looking at adding some news front on there as well, but we'll have yep. all the media. So latest videos, episodes, as well as pictures from all of the events we're going to have out, as well as our friends. I mean, check it out because we have some great links to some awesome supporters um, and just friends of Indy 11. Um, I mean, that's really, we do a lot, but really we focus on these guys and this is uh, what our passion is. Definitely. So check those guys out. We'll have some content on there too. Yep. Um, I think Content? We're, we're working. Yeah, we're working on getting some writers to write some blogs and things like that. Some people who have already uh, written some things for. We're going big, Peter. For Indy Eleven, big uh, this year. <laughs> big. Yes. Right. Giant. Huge. I mean, in the scheme of what you deal with on a database, a day-to-day basis, I, I get it. But yes. <laughs> right. Huge. Which you you've even seemed like you've been uh, busy today, even uh, with Just nonstop with tweeting out a picture. Yes, and and eating some delicious pizza. Uh, yes, and it slaps, of course. Um, so anyway, episode 12 uh, is we welcome the first ever third time guest of the show. Of the well, I didn't get to be 11. 
Yeah, Christian was Christian 11. Was 11. Yeah. Now you were 11. You're never coming back. When, Christian. We, when we first, <laughs> when we first started, <laughs> when we first started, we changed the numbers of our episodes to accommodate you the first time we were on the show to be 11, even though we were, it was episode seven. We did it. Exciting yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> but, that. But to get to get one more sappy thing out of the way, uh, you and your staff and the team have been extremely helpful with us uh, on this journey that we like to call a podcast. <laughs> um, even from yeah. the very beginnings when we were in a different bar and we didn't have maybe 50 people that, that yeah. followed us all the time. So you guys have been really, really good to us and helpful with us for right everything that we've done. So. We really appreciate it. Well, and it's it's funny as I got thinking about this too was um, there there's been some things that have come to light in some in some local media circles, and I just got so was it? And um, I look at it that I think not necessarily publicity, but just talking without having an agenda um, and having somebody who gets a word out about the team for just the love of what it is without the agenda is always good. And um, and from the get go, remember we talked about that there just wasn't any talking there was no talking in, in, in a lot of local media circles um about the team and that there was more coverage coming from little venues like this than there was so i mean i know that's why they originally you guys really allowed us access but at the same time you guys have stayed on and you at any point you could have said listen we've had great success <laughs> we are, listen we're a successful organization we're too big for our britches yeah, yeah. we yeah. prefer we're terrestrial for radio britches. yeah but, but peter that would go against everything that we know about you and that's the one reason everybody <laughs> I knows do have so. big britches <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it's, in light of what he said absolutely you guys have been amazing Cluder and molly and all those guys there at all those guys have been so great to us I can't thank you enough, and I have wow. no idea how you found such an amazing group of people. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to agree to work with you, even. I mean, jeez. Like, oh, that, that Peter Wilk guy. Yeah. Okay. We've heard so. stories. And and uh, finally, from the staff, from uh, Indy 11 staff, we're actually going to be giving away a couple tickets for the home opener on April 11th. I'm actually uh, really excited about that game as being a longtime Real Madrid fan. Yep. Uh, to see Raul come back and actually be able to watch him in person, because obviously I had the budgetary concerns of being able to fly over forever and ever watch uh, <laughs> him as a legend. I mean, he's still a legend for what he's done, and to see him on this level and, and to and the whoop their ass. <laughs> I mean, there's that yeah. number one. Indy Eleven to take the win. You and, always, uh, always love a new, uh, win against New York. <laughs> yeah, in any, in sport. any sport. <laughs> I think we're the only team that the Cosmos has not beaten. Yeah. Gotta keep that That's very going. true. That's very true. Right. So, so let's get to it. Yeah, we're keeping this concise about. for you, buddy. So I know your time is important, and we're going to keep it to that. So as Andy pounds down 9.8% beers, mm. so this will be good. Mm. <laughs> this is going to go well. Founders breakfast out. Yeah. Thank you, Founders. Take another hit. What are you drinking? Uh, flat 12 Hinchtown. Yep. And? Uh, 4.0 alcohol by volume. Uh, schlaps. <laughs> yes. The Schlaps. And for those who are new to anything it involving Peter Will. Rock. <laughs> yes. It would be uh, Milwaukee's Black and Tan. Schlitz on the bottom, the beer that made Milwaukee famous. That's right. And Pabst Blue Ribbon on top. I actually ran into somebody from Milwaukee at the old place that we used to do the show at. Did you quiz them? I did. Schlaps? I said, have you ever heard of a Schlaps? Because you're a general manager of a bar. Have you ever heard of it? And she's like, yeah. Who Who's from Milwaukee and hasn't heard of Schlaps? You know, that gives me <laughs> such pride. Because it, <laughs> as, as you guys know, I don't know if the listeners know, but... I, I did invent, I haven't done a lot of my life, <laughs> but that I did. I think it may go on my tombstone. I invented the Schlaps on mm -hmm. August 28th, uh, I believe it was 2008, at oh. the Highbury Pub. 
That was on my daughter's birthday. Man, this is great. Well done, <laughs> keep You're amazing. This is great. I waited. I thought of it a week earlier. I said, nope, I have to wait for Chris's daughter's birthday. <laughs> Peter, though, I'm going to meet amazing. some guy on a podcast at some point randomly at a bar up in, in Noblesville, and he's going to eat some habanero peppers in front of me. And then he stopped himself, and he said, what the hell is Noblesville? Oh, right. Yeah, the peppers. The yeah, yes, that's peppers. still on YouTube. Yep. Yes, it should be. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That wasn't a good idea. You we know, we actually, it could be the new ALS challenge. <laughs> was, there, I think there is a challenge going on right now that is a uh, chugging challenge. That people are chugging beer and, and donating money to people and chugging a beer and saying, I challenge <laughs> these donating three people. to their local bar, apparently. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, all right. Until yesterday. I think habanero pepper mm, chomping is the future. Ghost pepper chomping. Well, no, the new is the Carolina Reaper. That's okay. the newest, hottest. So. That doesn't sound very promising. Bad. Right. Okay. So not only has a lot of stuff happened with us yep. in the podcast world, a, has a ton has happened there. in terms yes. of Indie 11. And I uh, definitely wanted to have you on on the first uh, first episode of the new season. We have kinda... a whole new team. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, some, there's some returning yeah, players. There some yes. returning players. Yes. So um, kind of go into, you know, kind of off-season, um, uh, like planning and things like that. And what kind of preparations are going into April 11th? Well, uh, April 4th. April, sorry. April 4th. Yeah. yeah. I mean, along with the coaches, I think a very systemic analysis was done of, the team at the end of last season, uh, uh, we looked at the, the roster and uh, who we wanted to keep and bring back and then uh, what spots we wanted to upgrade uh, for the next season. And uh, for the most part, we were able to keep the guys we wanted, you know, real pleased with that. And uh, I, I really feel that the changes in the offseason have significantly upgraded the team at every position. Um, we're we're going to have real competition, I think, uh, at every position, and there's more signings coming that's going to clarify that where really every position on the field is going to be a battle. Uh, those training sessions during the week are going to be important to determine who lines up at the start of the game on Saturday. You definitely teased one of those today, right? The uh, what so, did what? I tease something? <laughs> what I mean, a can you uh, is there any kind of exclusives basically that no. you can give us? Uh, in terms of let's play a guessing game. Yes, let's. Uh, you know, I had a message into uh, Mr. Colluder to, to see, see if, if you it could was say okay. something. Yeah, and what did Mr. Colluder say? He just responded at eight oh eight. Uh huh. John, don't let me down, buddy. The edible, the edible time, eight oh eight. Yes, right. right. <laughs> uh, he says, "Sorry, just seen this. I'm all right with drawing a little ire from the league office if you want to push it out there." Yeah. Is John Colluder the man John or Kluder, what? John Colluder is also the guy who's giving away the tickets to the uh, home opener. I, do either of you watch House of Cards? Do you either no. one of House of Cards fans? I, I, is that the uh, one with Kevin, Kevin Spacey? Spacey? Yes. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me neither. High five, high five to that. Okay. No, it's a great show. What are you high fiving about? <laughs> Anyways, never mind then. My, uh, my reference for John Colluder is just... Well, there's, the there's, there might be listeners that do watch House of Cards. I, kinda, so I can, picture John Colluder in the Indy 11 offices a lot like the Doug Stamper. For, uh, and, and those that watch House of Cards will know what I mean. Okay. He kind of just covers everything and covers up everybody. <laughs> All the dealings. All the de <laughs> so he covers up everything. Yes. All right. All right. So, so that being said, what, <clears throat> what you got for us? And Do you want to give your prediction of who you think it is? The uh, I think his name. Uh, well, let it, me give you... Um, um, three possible answers. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. How about we do three possible answers and then we reveal at the end of the show who the new signee is? 
You see how we hold them, hold the listeners on, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we give it to them at the end. Or somebody yeah, yeah. can guess, we will give them two free tickets. Uh, no, no, I don't like that one. Okay, good. Because because if we ask Peter to come up with a question, he's going to come up with some awesome stuff. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go to some other topics and okay. come back to that one. All right. So we it'll keep the listeners engaged. Oh, of course. So because yeah, I don't care about care about anything I say. <laughs> yes. For the next thirty five minutes. So no. so right now by the by the end of the show, you will know who the new signee is on the Indy Eleven roster, straight from. The mouth of this. This feels like clickbait. Click it. You read it, and it's That's still exactly, not there. Yep, there we go. There. Okay. And uh, Lewis from Noblesville said, "Freaking love House of Cards. Soccer and House of Cards. The show doesn't get better." There you go. See, there you go. Bam. He also right. was wondering if we were hating on Noblesville. I said, "No hate from Noblesville." He used to live in Noblesville. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right. So moving it's on. A good so, place to have been from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah. love Sid's Cafe. Just for the record, <laughs> Sid's, I'm a yeah. big fan of Sid's. Sid's is all right. Yeah. It's Sid's got is the right. shuffle puck game. Yeah. It's got frickles and a great breaded pork tenderloin. Ha- have sandwich. you been to uh, the um, the library cafe That's place in Carmel? In, uh, in Carmel. Yeah. Yes. In fact, I had a bison uh-huh. meatballs. They have the shuffleboard as well. And that was my bison. Yeah. Oh, meat. Yeah. We got to talk about that now. Yep. Let's do it. We might as well. I mean, we never <laughs> we stay on topic door. anyways. We're, We're talking that door. Right, you should so you know, have you something should know new better. going on. You should okay, know that's better. fine. So it's just, let's well, deviate. Okay, so we got number one. Yes. We got number, we got I just want to let A. I want to say some behind the scenes action is that that we've both been really hyped about getting back on the air and, and yeah. talking to everybody and, and promoting the team and all that kind of stuff. This guy is ready. And he's been, and he, he was doing his research, creating an outline. So proud of him because I want to keep you on on time just so that because you have things <laughs> to do. Are we limited man. to an hour or can this go two hours? We could go as long as you yeah. want to go, okay. buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're because we're, we're kind of doing this for longer you. shows. I know I was doing this for you. No, I I, to make I, it a concise. buddy of mine from San Francisco is meeting me here at nine, but he can wait. Okay, for, sure. Screw it. You know, okay. we'll, we'll talk as long as you. He can join us. Yeah, here. you can bring Absolutely. the buddy up here. Yeah, no care. That all works. So anyway, you are doing a challenge, a self-imposed challenge. It's not self-imposed. My nephew, nephew. Okay. challenged me, uh, my adult <laughs> nephew, Liam uh, McElligot. He okay. might be a little Irish. Uh, <laughs> at at Christmas time last year, I, I, I found out that he had been keeping track in 2014 of how many different animals he had eaten. <laughs> That's awesome. So you got the, the basic ones. He did, you know, the uh, cow, pig, lamb, turkey, real quick. Shaking all that stuff. Yeah. yeah but uh, by December, he was struggling. Uh, I actually helped him out. I stopped at a wild game butcher. Uh, those places do mm-hmm. exist. Mm-hmm. And I bought him some beef sticks. Well, not truly Ooh, beef, sticks. beef sticks. There's an ostrich stick, an elk Ooh. stick, a uh, bison stick. Yep, I love a, a number of those. He ended up with 27 different animals, wow. which, by the way, fish counts as one category, yes. one Agreed. animal. Now, Agreed. shellfish is different. So a mussel yeah, okay. is different from an oyster, from a scallop, <laughs> and all right. that stuff. Absolutely. But, so he did 27, and that sounded like a big number to me. And I said, I'm going to try it in 2015. You know, that was my New Year's yep. resolution. Okay. Well, that and be more patient with people. <laughs> okay. You're patient. Yeah. Ish. I got, I got one that I've lost, but I'm still working. <laughs> this animal thing is working out great. Oh, yeah. Hey, one at, hey 50% still in baseball, 50% is a pretty Hall solid fame, average. Baby. 500, baby. I'm fame. amazing. <laughs> Tony Gwynn would be jealous. Yes. <laughs> so in January, I got off to a hot start. You know, I did all the basics. You know, you got out the, the lamb and the pig and the cow and the turkey. And uh, I got up to 11 by the end of January. 11 different animals. You know, fish was yeah. knocked out. Okay. Shrimp and everything. So I'm thinking, 
You know, I was up on my nephew. He's still doing it. So I was up on him 11 to 8 because he's got to go back to zero. Oh, okay. Start of the year. So I'm up 11 to 8 after January, and I'm thinking it's pretty good. You know, he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. It's a tortoise in the hair. You're, you're, you're uh, going to slow down. Right. It, it does get harder as you get along. So right. Are you guys keeping score? Like, oh, yeah. I've got a spreadsheet. Oh, you got a spreadsheet. Yeah. But my, my nephew's a commissioner. Of this uh, two-team league. Okay. <laughs> you know, next year maybe you should you can expand, expand it out expansion. into other things. Yeah. Well, there's a rights <laughs> fee to join. Oh, um, oh, it's almost like a you pick them. <laughs> so in February, I thought, oh, am I going to be able to do more? And I did. You know, ten. I got up to twenty-one by the end of February. So you've Double already eaten twenty-one different animals. That was in February. We're already to oh, March. Yeah, we're middle 16. of March now. Where are you I'm at? I'm at twenty-four. Where's he at? He won't tell me. Did he? St oh, he's, he's sandbagging. Low. Well, I know he's, he's he's saying he's impressed with my number, so I think he's in the teens. Do you think he's like kind of messing with you, and he's gonna come back with like a text and be like, "Bam, 30. Son, how are what? you proving this? How are you, it, proving? you taking a there's photo? A, there's a certain honesty. Well, I do. I tweet everything I do. I was gonna but, say, uh, you asked this guy if he's taking no, a picture. Right, but that's one side of it. But what about the other side? <laughs> no. Yeah, he, he's an honest kid. Okay. He, <laughs> I can trust him. All I don't right. know if he can trust me. That's All why right. I take the photos. <laughs> Um, so I'm up to 24, but like last night, I was, I was at a nice restaurant in Milwaukee and uh, the Bayview area. And they had uh, oysters on the menu, and I hadn't had oysters yet. But they also had uh, Brussels sprout salad as a, an appetizer, and I, I really wanted that. And I wasn't going to get both. I decided, you know, I can always get oysters. It's a fairly common That's menu true. item. Yep. So I let it go. I'm saving it for the future. Okay. But I had an opportunity, I thought, to get kangaroo mm -hmm. about a month ago. The server offered the the special of the day was kangaroo. Yeah. I was like, Prada! and then she said, oh, I'm sorry. That was last night. Uh, but they didn't said, have any like hanging out in the back. Tonight was quail. So yeah. I, I did get quail out of the way that, that night. So get, let me get this straight. Wait, wait, wait. I, there, I'm finding a small issue with this breakdown of animals. So. Fish is all just fish, yeah, but, wait, wait. Birds, but birds are all different, huh? Hey, I'm not the commissioner. I don't make the rules. Oh, now, so he made this rule. Yes. Now, here's a question. Because not own. all fish taste the same and is even remotely close to being The theory edible. is that they all look the same, which I don't agree with either. But <laughs> right, okay. Question from Twitter. Speaking of tortoise in the hair, have you eaten turtle and rabbit? Okay. <laughs> Sore subject. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So the place I went to last night, I went to because they have rabbit on the menu, but they were out of it. Okay. Not happy. Also, last night, <laughs> he's fired up. Peter Will's fired up. March 15th at Don Quixote, the Spanish restaurant in Valparaiso, Indiana, yeah. is their annual wild, game, wild game buffet. Okay. okay. Oh, there's a but wild it's game. Once a year, 50 bucks. It is a buffet. Is there a line out the door because it's once a year? I've never been. Oh, okay. I think you have to make reservations. Um, they have bear, they have turtle, speaking of tortoise, okay. Okay. Um, and ostrich, and all the other things. But I couldn't go. I, I couldn't get there. So, and it's once a year. I'm not going to be able to try again until next year. Very frustrating because I think I could have knocked out five or ten of them. Hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe tortoise and turtle are actually two different things. <gasps> Ooh, that would have <laughs> to go count. to the commissioner. Check with the commissioner. They are. Yeah, check they with are the commissioner. Well, some tortoises are probably illegal and I could be jailed. The same as some turtles are very illegal, like sea turtles. This Ooh, is not. You yes. cannot eat them. Right. So is there unless a you're in China, toes? Unless you're in China. Is there, <laughs> is there an illegal category? Is there is there a special bonus for something? Like that, shark fin soup can't eat that. Blowfish, can you have blowfish? blowfish? I'm pretty certain for the league That's purposes, you can yeah. eat whatever you want. Okay, oh, sweet. 
So rats and possums and, and people. You need to be going <laughs> with Adam Zimmer around the country yes. in a Bizarre Eats America. Yes. He would have you with raccoon, possum, everything you can find. I'm down find. with that. Yeah. I was with my uncle. He's a farmer in uh, southern Wisconsin the other day. And he said, I got some squirrel back home. Yeah. I, I literally, I've eaten. I can do that. Uh, and think of the insects. Yeah. Chocolate covered anything. Yes. I can eat anything that has great. chocolate on it. Well, that's true. Or if you could wrap it in bacon. <laughs> Two in one. Harking back, harking back. Oh, you already got oh, it. So I oh, did yeah. wild boar. Sorry. <laughs> I did wild boar okay. at the Bavarian Cafe in uh, Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. It was really delicious. I okay. mean, it was tasty. Yeah. And then how did the they cook it? Was it like grilled or, or how did they do it? It was like pulled pork. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's so smoked. Okay. So then the next night I'm at a, a restaurant. It was Valentine's night. I remember I'm with my wife and um, the waiter comes up when we first sit down. He says, our special tonight is wild boar. I'm like, ah. How many times can you say this in your life? Right. Oh, I just had that yesterday. Right. <laughs> so, That's true. So, I just had four yesterday. Do you sit down? Four to me now. So, I, I'm sure I know the answer to this, but do you sit down and ask the waitress, what's the craziest thing that you have on the menu? Not usually. I'll go through the menu myself. That's kind of and, your and, MO, though, is that you kind of would ask, hey, so we're starting a conversation anyway. I already know what your name is and where you were born and all that kind of what good stuff. What kind of exotic animals yep. do you have on the menu? <laughs> Well, okay, I'd rather have it come organically. I was at Giacomo's Pizza in Irvington. Another plug. Ding. Yeah, um, we should, we honestly should be getting paid for all of this. Or at least get free food. Yeah, right. exactly. I'd take some and free Giacomo's. Giacomo's, one of the best pizza places on the east side of town. Giacomo's, go eat it. Crawfish. <laughs> oh, crawfish. Oh, yeah. They have a Creole pizza. It had crawfish on it, which is different from shrimp. Okay. So I got right, credit for right, that. Right. And okay. then I asked, asked the server, I said, uh, what are your soups tonight? And she said, we have venison chili oh there you go bam so you knocked out deer yep boom deer. yep and it, when it's it, it, the, it the valentine's dinner where they offered me boar that i'd already had uh and i had to turn that down i did go with their um it was called the palermo salad octopus and conch okay Ooh, conch. Bam. and That's their right. chipino the seafood soup yep. that i hadn't had scallop yet and i hadn't had clams which are in okay. it so i knocked out four new animals in one meal did you did, have you knocked out mussels yet this year yes. oh you did okay yep. so as i say you should hit bruges in mm. broderpool uh -oh. for the hit, prince hit, edward island hit bruges okay. anyways okay. that yeah. is such a great place ted I, miller I love i'm gonna bruges. give you a Ted's little shout a great there because cruz miller yes and a, a huge soccer fan a huge supporter of indy 11 yeah. huge great amazing is, and guy. their prince edward yeah. island mussels are fantastic yes. and uh girlfriend is huge like crazy obsessed with triple to ripple Oh, and it, the alcohol by volume of the Triple Ripple it's like 14 is, or 13 or something. They limit you to two, two uh, yes. in a 24-hour period. If you go to Pint Room in Carmel, you actually can have <laughs> as many as you want when they, when they have it on tap. They don't limit That's you. That's such a bad idea. It's a horrible man. idea. Uh, Pint Room, you might have a lawsuit coming against you here soon, so uh, I'm going to take that one away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, going back to soccer, some uh, the north side... Uh, uh, the north side chapter of the Brickyard Battalion says, I figured it out. Pat McAfee is our new striker on the Indian. <laughs> the boomstick has boom been signed. <laughs> shooting the, 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 the soccer ball at 131 miles an hour as he's From climbing. And he's saying, you almost said shooting the puck. I almost said shooting the puck. I was at an Indy Fuel game the other day, and I'm still in that hockey zone. Love Indy Fuel is a great team. We should have a register that every time we just hit tilt. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right. So moving on. So anyway, so that, that would be a great challenge. I would love to do something like that because it's, it's funny how the, the – This guy's a big foodie too. Yeah, so. because the, the U.S. – I mean, 
food system in general, you kind of get limited to kind of your big three. It's beef, chicken, pork type deal. And people just have been grown accustomed to just this taste, this flavor. And you go, there are so many incredible tasting animals. I mean, there really are. Animals are here to eat. <laughs> What's eat something them? that you've had already that you thought the hype behind was kind of like, hey, this is going to be really good. And it turned out not so much. And now well, I, I guess it could be where, how things. it's prepared. Yeah. I'll say two things. On, on that end, uh, the the bison I had at the library, and I had it two ways. I, I had it in uh, meatballs, yep. bison balls, which is not mm -hmm. to be confused with Rocky Mountain oysters. Right. right. Yes. Um, <laughs> just, just to make right. it known. And I also had uh, the bison meatloaf. Ooh. And that sounds like that'd be really you good. You know, they were both very good. The the, the bison balls were somewhat, yeah, it's a meatball. It's, it's yeah. good, it's tasty, yeah. whatever. The the meatloaf, the bison meatloaf was outstanding. It was very flavorful, okay. mm -hmm. uh, well prepared. Uh, another I had a alligator. I was in Florida in January. And I was thinking, okay, it's going to be taste like chicken. Um, no, it was, it was actually very tender. It's more tender right. than chicken. It did have that gamey taste to it, though. It depends how you prepare it. When I had it, it had that little bit of a game to it. Well, here's the deal. Alligator is exceptionally hard to cook. It will become tough very, very quickly if you don't cook it right and becomes rubber. <laughs> so that's huge. I learned that off of uh, Master Chef Junior. If you've never seen that, <laughs> little kids who cook. It's on Fox. Uh -oh. so, no, Fox. <laughs> no, it's great. Those little kids are amazing. Who were the brothers on Swamp People? Uh, Mitch, oh, yes. Mitch oh, and his brother, yes. one of them, is no longer with us. But they cook yeah, I didn't squirrel get, like, on a regular like, basis. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's available. Yeah, you and can it's, cook it up real yeah, good. They're lean until mm -hmm. the fall time when they get all. I, I'm pretty sure I'll end up with squirrel and raccoon this year. Possum might be a little harder to get. There's got to be I'm somewhere. I'm pretty sure somewhere you down in Irving, down in Irvington, there's possums <laughs> literally in people's garages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's neighborhoods in Milwaukee I've passed where the grocery stores offer possum. Whole hmm. oh. carcass possum or actually already cut up. I think it's butchered already, but you okay. have to cook it up yourself. Yeah. You make Which a trip. Do. Make a trip to Cincinnati. Stop in one of the hills. They probably some possums. There somewhere is a in there. place in Cincinnati, famous famous place. Uh, your <laughs> listeners probably know. I miss um, it's Jack uh, Wild Jack, Jack Jack Wild something Farmer Jack. Okay, if someone can tweet us the name of oh. it's a wild game grocer. Basically. Is that the giant grocery store that yes. you? Yes, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember who it is. Internet, help me help me out. The Google machine. Yes, but I I stop there every time I go to IKEA or to a Reds game. Uh, I'm not much Cincinnati. of a cook, so I'm not looking to really go to butchers and buy the meat and, and cook it myself. I, you want I, someone to prepare it for you. Yeah. Jungle yeah. Jim. Jungle Jim. That place is awesome. Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim's, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> outside of Ohio, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Go there. 200,000 unique items. It's incredible. <laughs> it's in, You can spend like hours there. So, how about Indy 11's new back line? <laughs> <laughs> Peter Wilt with the great segue. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you talk about different animals. Yes. And you're different, different animal. From the spring year. season very to the good. fall season yeah. last year, it was yeah. a different animal. <laughs> and it was very much because of Corey Miller signing. Yes. Corey Miller. Um, we got to get him on the show. He solidified the back line. He gave yeah. us some consistency back there. Hard nose, nothing fancy or special. Give it an edge, too. Playing alongside Eric, the other teams didn't like going into the box against him. Yeah, uh, it also allowed us to get Jaime Frias out wide when Kyle was injured. Yep. Jaime did a, a great job at the end of the year, and now uh, we're bringing all of them back, which yep. makes us deeper now that uh, Kyle's healthy and Marco yes. Franco was signed yep. along with Victor Pineda Greg after Janicki. being on loan. And that's it, Greg J Janicki. Janicki. I'll sorry. say Janicki. You say Janicki. What? Yeah, we'll call potato, the whole thing potato. off. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Janicki, Janicki. Yes. 
But Greg is uh, obviously a, a veteran, um, outstanding player, um, a championship-winning defender from San Antonio, also Boo. MLS veteran with uh, Vancouver and D.C. United. He's a good leader. He's a good guy, a hardworking guy, sets the right tone for the team. And uh, we now have, as I said, competition at, at every position on the field, uh, including in back, where uh, you couldn't say that last year. Do you feel that? With- well, you could, but you'd be lying. Like, <laughs> remember, we talked about yes. that multiple times. I'm like, back post. We talked this about it. We talked about it in length with Christian about, hey, what do you feel about the guys in front of you? And you know, when Christian is an amazing teammate, and he refused. To bus to drive anybody. Under, yeah, he refused to throw anybody under the bus. Publicly, at least. Publicly, right. <laughs> Once the microphones went off. <laughs> um, but that's the other thing, too, is that kind of going into the competition aspect of, of competing for spots, do you feel that that competition for competing for spots is going to lead to a lot of different looks from Jurgen of trying to take the first three or four games of the season, have different lineups, different formations and things like that to figure out the best combination. I think it's very much a byproduct of how things are going both in games and in training sessions. You know, if you, if you get success uh, with a set lineup, uh, you, you stay with it. Uh, but also you're going to have uh, turnover in terms of um, injuries, uh, suspensions, even call-ups to national teams. And uh, there's going to be occasions where you're going to want to rest players. And obviously you're going to sub players. So I, I think, in the North American Soccer League, the rosters are not so deep that players are wanting for playing time for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's, you know, the player we signed today was our 19th player. Yeah. And, and granted, we'll, we'll end up signing another three or four, uh, but it's not going to be uh, the size of a roster where you're going to be worrying about getting uh, reserve team games to make sure uh, players are getting minutes. Right. I mean, look at a guy like Don Smart last year who came off the bench time and played probably more than a lot of play he was a super sub he was man it was like every time he came in there it is all right super sub time so yeah you're exactly right it makes sense um and we finished the season last year um almost without giving up a goal for the the last three or four games christian set uh, the nasl record with 307 consecutive minutes shutout Mm -hmm. minutes i believe so uh we finished strong last year and back and you know bringing um sergio pena back too is an important part of that defensive unit having the same goalkeeper and Christian as we had last year, that consistency is sometimes overlooked. And it's one of the reasons a team like Minnesota has done well year after year because they have a core of the team that comes back and they're comfortable playing with each other. Right. They know where their teammates are going to be positionally. They know what to expect. The culture is stable. And uh, that's something that we probably didn't really have in the first in the spring season last year. So you brought them up. So obviously there's been reports this week. <clears throat> there's been the talk with uh, Minnesota moving, moving on. So, I mean, did that come? Well, just in- because I say the word Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden we're no, going to no. be talking about. No, no, them. No, them them specifically, not us. Them. I'm talking about. Was, did that come? Yeah, Minnesota. Was Van Morrison was the lead singer yeah. of them. I them? Believe. Van Morrison? Ooh. Wow. wow. What a way I back mean, machine. <laughs> They're I in the way old. back <laughs> I am old. <laughs> yeah, he waves. Um. Did Mr. They, Peabody and Sherman with the yes, Wayback uh-huh. Machine? Yes. Absolutely. I'm okay with that reference. Um, <laughs> point being, did this come as any surprise or anything can to I hear? Can the subject yet? Oh, of oh. course you can. Oh, yeah, of course you can. I just no, was... I, it's uh, been 
on the table, obviously, discussion about expansion of Major League Soccer to the Twin Cities for well over a year. Okay. And um, the idea of the Vikings ownership being very interested has been... Is it also the Twins as well? I thought it was a joint. It's a, like a no, dual. It's okay. two different situations. Okay. You have the Vikings ownership as a standalone seeking of okay. expansion team. And then you have Minnesota United, the North American Soccer League team, that has reportedly been uh, partnering with the Minnesota Twins ownership okay. and the Polad family and the Minnesota Timberwolves ownership in Glenn Taylor, along with a Medtronic executive. Uh, Sounds have like a mess. A counter uh, <laughs> offer or counter okay. proposal to Major League Soccer. Um, I mean, how do you feel? I mean, you have a team like that that obviously was that has been that successful in, in ASL. What does that do when you take a team like that and you move them up? I mean, what do you think that does to the product for NASL when you take your best teams consistently and go, well, all right, we're moving them up, which which is natural. That would happen. Which is essentially that, I mean, that is a promotion very, and relegation. Yeah, I mean, that is very much an unusual situation. I think okay. if you ask uh, the leadership of Minnesota United, they would honestly tell you that they love the North American Soccer League business model. Right. They like everything about it. They like the direction it's going. And all else being equal, they'd like to stay in it. Uh, that being said, they need to assess uh, the market uh, situation going forward and make their own analysis. I thought northernpitch.com, uh, the new soccer uh, Uber blog, if I can yeah. call it. I mean, it's an amazing <laughs> right. site. Mm -hmm. uh, is it northernpitch.com? Yeah. highly recommend <laughs> ding, ding, <laughs> that you check it out. Yeah, I think we have them linked on our new website. They have a, had a great article today really assessing that situation that will do a better job than I can in okay. a few minutes on the air. But I, I think uh, Minnesota United's been put in a tough situation right now. Yeah. And uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But I think it's a, a real compliment to the North American Soccer League that this is a league that is developing yeah. uh, franchises that are coveted right. uh, by other leagues. <clears throat> and, you know, that's what we've said about Indy 11 from the beginning. Right. Uh, you know, everyone seems to think that our one and sole goal is to go to Major League Soccer. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. We want to be the best uh, team we can be. Uh, we want to be a team that any league in the world would like to have part of it. And that's what this new stadium effort is about. We need to elevate our standards to first division levels. That doesn't mean we have to play in Major League Soccer. It means we need to have more seats, more amenities for our stadium, right. more fans, and um, better play on the field. Right. We need to be more professional, and that's, uh, you know, hopefully yeah. that means we can stay in North American Soccer League, but if the opportunity to go to Major League Soccer comes, that's a business opportunity that would need to be assessed at that time. And, and it's funny you say that because I think it was the Wall Street Journal uh, article that came out is about three weeks ago um, was talking exactly about that, that, that it's not just about MLS in, in the U.S., that there's this misconception that, Everything is all about getting to MLS. And they said there's such an incredible desire and a hunger for both the, the USL, the, the NASL, that you have these incredible clubs and these organizations running through that there's, there's in between, that there's this whole division people just don't seem to realize and fan base and fury for it, that this isn't your football, basketball converse, that this is just a whole new generation, a whole new group of people that literally love this game and there's plenty to go around everywhere. And it's funny to hear you exactly that statement that NASL, right, it's not a second rate. You have some great teams. 
And I think it's only going to get better. I mean, you look at uh, the new team in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. They are doing fantastic things there with the Armada and Steve Livingston and Mark Frisch are really creating a professional organization. You know, San Antonio Scorpions have done that for a while. The New York Cosmos, um, I mean, my goodness, going out and uh, you, you know, Marco Senna, and you, everyone's right. like, holy cow. Yep. And then they go and uh, you give So <laughs> You're right. it's, 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 it's yeah. a fun time to be involved in professional soccer in this country, and it's great to see the growth of it. Well, and uh, one of the guys writing for Indy 11 now, uh, Jeff Crandall. Did I say his name right? Jeff Crandall? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's not that complicated a name. I'm yeah, trying to right. think well, about just, what the alternative pronunciation is. You know, yes. But anyway, Jeff Crandall was talking about on Twitter today the exact same thing of... of Hefe. 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 Hefe Crandall. I hate both of you guys. But anyway. He said that. I saw Peter's face. I was like, dude, it's fucking Crandall. Like, what is it? Anyway. Hefe uh, Crandall was, he was, was uh, telling us about the things that we need to know. He was talking about... Uh, today about the growth of MLS being too fast that not too long ago we were just trying to move down to the MLS was trying to move down to 12 teams and now they're talking about going over 24 teams yeah and you know a lot of people were like well the growth of American soccer is great we got to keep going 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 and, and it's almost that too much too soon no not too soon but too much all at the same time could in my opinion dilute the the competition yes so it could become a La Liga. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, LA Galaxy is what won five now, five or six uh, MLS championships. So I don't think that's an issue. I mean, I had this conversation with Bob Bradley back in boy about ten years ago, when expansion, we're looking at going to fourteen teams. Yeah. And he made the salient point that the uh, the limited supply of players for Major League Soccer is really in the U.S. national team level players. Yeah. But there's almost an unlimited supply of perhaps the next level down of, of American players that if you put those types of players uh, into a professional environment and they're training on a regular basis with better coaches, better players, better facilities, that you'll expand the pool of solid hard-working uh, American soccer players. The international players is a function of how many slots are available and how much money there's will be allotted to, to them. It. Let's be honest. There's a bureaucracy to the national team. And, and so that, that part is unlimited <laughs> because that level of international players, you know, if, if you go from 12 teams to 24 teams, you still have eight international slots. Right. Right. You can fill those slots, yep. and if you have the designated player and you go one, two, now three of them, you just allow unlimited money, you can control the quality of play at that level. But the U.S. national team player, that level, it's rare. I mean, there's only so many Landon Donovans around. <laughs> that seems very true. Clint Dempsey's and such a, a really quick uh, um, subject change, because Peter was talking about a subject change earlier. Question on Twitter. Uh, at Mrs. Ruby asked um my husband won't let me use the computer because he's listening to our podcast okay and she's looking for a recipe to feed for dinner so she wants dinner recommendations from you guys huh <laughs> dinner recommendation from peter wilk this yes. is different this is a whole different show now all of a sudden <laughs> oh ladies and gentlemen welcome to cooking take with a, peter wilk <laughs> take a whole bunch of shit and you have in the fridge and throw it no, pretty much throw that's it what i did the other day rice chicken some peppers think? 
are we sure her husband isn't referring to uh, pornography as the podcast? <laughs> podcast? He actually it responded. Is. He it's actually, audio pornography. The funny thing is we're actually seeing a domestic dispute on Twitter right now because he responded and said, rude, I'm just trying to enjoy a great radio show with my wonderful wife. <laughs> Well, um, it, and she responded with, your wife needs Pinterest to feed you and your offspring. <laughs> Pinterest. Pinterest. Thank you. Book it. <laughs> I would just recommend a grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, there you go. That's and a, tomato soup on the side. Just go to Moe's. Hey, these, these are the people from Noblesville. Just go to Moe's and get yourself a uh, grilled cheese sandwich and a tomato bisque. Moe's, exactly. It comes with avocado and bacon. Okay, I do have one oh. recipe. <laughs> Can I recommend Most, this? Yes, okay. Of course. A, a recipe offer for her. Okay. <laughs> you make a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh-huh. You make tomato soup. Okay. You cut the grilled cheese sandwich into squares, tiny, tiny squares. Okay. How many? Grilled cheese, 16 of them. So grilled cheese cou- croutons. Grilled cheese croutons yeah. that you put in I the tomato soup. That. that sounds delicious. That's not, really welcome. A, that's not really a plug. That's more a plug for him. He's like, <laughs> that's a plug for me. Amazing. You need to put that on Pinterest. <laughs> have people Pinterest. pin it. <laughs> Oh my! What but was it, her name? Ruth. You're welcome. Uh, Mrs. Ruby. Ruby. Mrs. Katie. Ruby. Groovy Ruby. Hey, you will be Groovy Ruby. Groovy Ruby. Do you need to change your Twitter name to Groovy Ruby right now? The grilled cheese crouton woman. A uh, a soccer question though. Team question. Uh, when do Brown and Melgaris arrive? Uh, Brian Brown arrived two hours and nine minutes ago. Okay. This was hashtag Ask the Architect. He okay. is uh, Brian Brown is uh, Rambo, as he's affectionately known Ooh, right. in Jamaica. All right. Yeah. Rambo I'm arrived okay a that. couple hours ago. We're very excited to have him scary. in town. I want to see a TIFO. He's going to Brian Brown TIFO that makes him look like Rambo with the with the uh, the headband. headband. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that might alienate some of our Cambodian <laughs> listeners. I'm gonna, I mean, it's not a strong contingency here, but I'm just saying, let's not escape. It, it's <laughs> interesting because as this offseason has gone on, we improved our back line. <laughs> Uh, settle down, guys. I'm trying to be serious. I'm talking <laughs> about right. soccer. Sorry, okay? God. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry really? we didn't spend the half, really? first half hour talking about your fucking oh, food yeah, quest. Talk about non soccer. <laughs> I know. All right. All right. You're right. <laughs> all right. Hang on. Hold on. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Here we go. Game face. Game face. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, we started the offseason by improving the back line with Greg Janicki, Marco Franco, yes. and then the midfield mm-hmm. was next. We improved that with Osman right. Algaris. Uh, to the question, we're just waiting for his passport to show up. It's been very frustrating. I've been talking <laughs> oh to God. our uh, operations manager tonight where's, about that. Where's fucking colluder at? I'm telling you. We, we just don't Stanford. know. You, you can't push yeah. um, the immigration politics. any more than they are. And so he's just waiting for the uh, passport to show up. And when it does, he'll be here. I predicted it Wednesday, for the record, is, is my day in, in the office pool. Everyone else is doing NCAA basketball pools. Yep. We're doing Osman Melgara's passport <laughs> showing up pools. And uh, I've got Wednesday, so pick Dude. another day. <laughs> i got Wednesday. Okay. But, it, no, no, it's to the day, not necessarily to the hour. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put my uh, Friday in. I'll put my Friday in. Andy's okay. got Friday. I got Friday. Do so, we get a question about somebody, if they're going to be playing on, on Saturday? Oh, jeez. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're blowing up on Twitter right now. But you can go ahead with the next. Uh... So, you know, we spent much of the middle part of the offseason uh, working on the midfield. Obviously, Victor Pineda uh, getting signed from the Chicago Fire, as well as Osman Melgaris getting Sergio Pena back was big. Uh, Don Smart actually signed a new contract. So he signed an extension, which keeps him in Indy for a longer period of time, which is very exciting. Very exciting. 
Um, I mean, he's the best cook on the team, apparently. Anyway, so yeah, I'm sure. Him. I'm sure. So you all can't let him go it. just for that alone. <laughs> he's always got a spot. Since we're talking about food, all right, Caribbean's and, alone. Yeah. And you know, having Cleberson now healthy yeah. is almost like having a new player. Same with Brad sure. Ring. Yeah, having him uh, healthy is like having an excellent new player. And um, what we were missing, and everyone kept talking about it, was up front. Okay. And that's where um, we knew. Peter Neal and Schlaps. Don't do a Paps and then Schlitz. He will know the difference. just bring the bottle and can. Yes, just do that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't want to hear the wreck of the Paps and Schlitz. (laughs) Oh, my God. A pits. pits. Yeah, it can't be a pits. Nobody wants wants that. So up front, you know, we. um, Throw your hands in the air. Um, we didn't pick up the option on Mike Ambersley. Uh, Julium, uh, the option we did not pick up uh, because of the amount of the increase, if we right. would have. Um, Charlie Rugg was on loan. He went back to Los Angeles. Ben Spencer was on loan. He went back to Molda in Norway. And there we were sitting with no forwards. And everyone was, our fans were panicking about uh, the forwards. But uh, internally, we knew we were in good shape when it came to forwards because we knew what offers we had out. We knew what players that we were going to be able to get. We were talking What's forwards before yeah, you came. Forward. So uh, I want to hear you pronounce his name. What's the other <laughs> forward's name? Woj. Well, no, 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 no. I want the full name. What's the full name? <laughs> I know. You no, know, because we were no, going to let you know. I'm going to help you out Listen. because it's actually spelled phonetically. On the Indy 11 website. website. I want to thank them. So it's one of your incredible because first staff. Off, we said, lo- first off, we looked at it, and I was like, well, it's literally Wozchik Wozchik. But it's the it's, same name twice. Wozchik Wozchik. It you know is what? different. There's a, there's a, it's the forward who's so nice, you got to say it twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's the TIFO. All right. Listen, Any- Peter Evans, oh, you guys, if you're watching this and listening, I want that right there. The forward Boy- so nice, you got to say Boy- it twice. Vucic, Wojciech Vucic, Wojciech Vucic, Peter, just it. so you know, in any kind of <laughs> subsequent, he's like, <laughs> nope, I'm never going to say that. Woj, is it Woj, Woj? Isn't it like a double, like, Vuj, 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 Vaj, Vaj? Sure. For the television cameras. Oh, yes, here comes, the here is the, the Schlaps, yes. Schlitz goes first about halfway up the pint glass. Milwaukee's black and tan. Yep. Um, I'm representing our wonderful... A partner affiliate, yep. uh, Flat 12. Oh, I love Flat 12. Why aren't you drinking a, uh, a, a Full 90? Because oh, well, Full 90 is not out yet. The new can looks incredible. The can does look incredible. Have you seen the can design yet? I have not. It looks really good. I'm going to show things. you real quick. I'd like I to have see it. it. Yes. Can you show it to the camera? Because this I makes can. really no, interesting I radio. Can. I honestly don't I think, think we can. can show it to the camera, to be honest. Oh, no, we cannot. We can you describe it to the radio? I cannot show this to you. You can show it to him. So there that's what your, the can looks like. So this whoa, front and then that back. is outstanding, right? Yep. So yeah, I love it. Work, BYD logo on listeners, it. Listeners, you're gonna have to buy this to see it. Yeah. It's right. amazing. I like. It. Yeah, it'll be good. I like the colors. I like like the look. Yeah, the it'll be good. Yes, I think it'll be good. And then I'll list it on the back all your stuff. So this just reminds me of what's Vegas. the number one ingredient? Um, I believe it's Aspartame? just beer. Yeah, it's same. Yeah, high fructose corn syrup and rabbit blood. And Tylenol. Um, <laughs> Tylenol. Maybe Tylenol. Uh, Mrs. Ruby actually just tweeted us her, uh, her her actual dinner plans for the week. She did. And, and the, end, <laughs> the end of the week is actually grilled cheese with tomato soup. That's and amazing. Thanks, PR Podcast Show. That's awesome. Thank you, Peter. Radio Will, Katie. For coming. Yes. Wait, is it Katie? <laughs> yes, it is Katie. All right. It's Ruby Ruby. That is Invite me ways. over. Good job, Ruby Ruby. <laughs> what night is it? Friday? Uh, yeah, it looks like. It looks like Friday. So, anyway... 
I'm still, still talking in a, forwards. I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, we're still talking about vote, vote, check, vote, check. Well, and I'm still in an argument over how terrible Ozil is. But oh, anyways, yes. okay. Yeah, anyways. there's somebody that was. Uh, He's a diehard Arsenal. A mutual guy. friend of ours was talking about um, how he looks like Peter Lorre. Who Ozil? Yeah, actually, oh, he, he looks does like look Enzo like Ferrari. <laughs> actually, he is a doppelganger. For, have you never seen that photo? They put them both. The, they literally are like reincarnated. Honestly, amazed that he scores goals because he probably sees two. <laughs> oh my! God. But anyways, the point was they were talking about how bad he's been, and he posted a photo. We're going to hear, we're, we're hear about that. Of, of the World Cup. I went to hear oh, about this because tomorrow. you did so much in the World Cup. You and Kadera combined were amazing. Well, this guy. He's just, oh, yeah? You think so? He's just so bad that he couldn't make a, a Madrid squad. Am I right? And I went, yeah, that was like five years ago. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Ryan, I love you. I'm just going to say that. Yes. For, so right, let's right. go RVN. Everybody tweet him about how terrible tweet he is. At, at let's go RVN how awful Mesu Ozil is right now. <laughs> just hashtag Ozil sucks. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, just kidding. Hashtag <laughs> Arsenal loses Because tomorrow. all I'm going to do is just hear about all this Manchester United not being in the Champions League, Europa League, all that kind of stuff. But anyway. Right, so back to forwards. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we're done. I think we're done with forwards. All right. Peter, can we get to so, but we Oh, no. No, no. Okay. No, so we had no forwards. Peter will show anyway. So. That's why we invited him on. I'm just, do your thing, buddy. You're trying to inform you your listeners. We love so you, Peter. We, you know, no forwards. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we heard about it on Twitter from Once most of the BYB. Yeah, uh, where's our fucking forwards? We're gonna park the bus every game. It's zero zero. Eleven in the box. Eleven in the box. What I like about the direction we're going with our forwards is we're going to have four different forwards that have different styles. They all bring different things mm-hmm. to the table. Woj obviously is, is good in the air, uh, strong, physical, uh, a young player. And um, what we've seen early in the season, in the preseason, I think has been real positive uh, from him. And then uh, Brian Brown, uh, Rambo, is um, a different type of forward. He's a player that will more take you on -on one-on-one. He's actually versatile enough that he could play several midfield positions if if need be. Um, So he's more like first blood part two, Rambo, (laughs) not necessarily for, okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he was very productive uh, last year, more than 20 goals. Yeah. 18 goals in the regular season to lead the Jamaican Premier League, two goals in cup play in Jamaica. And then when Philadelphia took him on loan, he scored two more goals in a limited amount of play. So he knows how to put the ball in the goal. Um, He's very hard to keep an eye on in the box. And he puts himself in good positions to score. So, you know, he's a different type of forward. And then we have two other slots that um, one will reveal tonight on the yep. show. Oh, so he's a forward. He is so a there's, forward. There's oh, our another first hint. clue. There's our first clue. The new, new signing is a forward. Yes. Well, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other forward slot um, we haven't filled yet. We have two solid candidates. And. Uh, including one of the best names of all preseason. His name was so good that John Kluter didn't even want to use a pseudonym for him oh, as he often does. was that does. Duke? Duke LaCroix. Look, Duke LaCroix, who scored, sure uh, who not scored a hockey two. player. Duke LaCroix yeah. with, with the four points tonight. Drops <laughs> the gloves. <laughs> Drops the gloves. Duke LaCroix is taking him out. This is the Rambo that I know of. Brett Rambo. Brett Rambo. You ever seen the Brett Rambo gif? 
Brett Rambo gif is the kid is the blind kid that just looking at a computer and all of a sudden he turns the camera and just puts his thumb up. Brett, Brett Rambo. Rambo. Okay. That's totally the same. The the, the leader in the Jamaican league is Not totally this kid. Right. Yeah, totally the same. And totally first blood. Right. Yes, yes. Rambo. Totally. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah, do uh, that was the funny thing about the that that you spent the last five minutes fucking finding that. Listen, gym. there was some not safe for work gifts that I was coming across that I was trying I was trying to kind of weed out. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> the the Duke Lacroix Lacroix. La La he's not French. Lacroix? No, he's Duke Lacroix. He's Duque Lacroix. Lacroix. <laughs> Duke Lacroix. That was the funny thing though is that Colluder usually runs the. Indy 11 live uh, Twitter account, and all of a sudden you see Doesn't, him. Yeah, you see him go and tweet the name of a trailer and then immediately delete it. But even though everybody saw it already, and he's like, well, Okay, who's no, we're not being cheeky anymore. It was Duke LaCroix, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Well, good working with you, John Luther. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's gonna be. You gotta love leaks. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Twitter leaks. Yep. Oh. Speaking anyway. of leaks, are we ready? Yep. Yes. Yes. Oh, for what? Anything. Revealing the yeah. the four. Not yet. Revealing the signed Ford, or we're waiting till nine o'clock. Yeah. Okay. We can yeah. wait. Yeah, we can we wait. Have six more minutes. Okay. Well, we better get. We who, better said, get. who said anything about going just till nine, Peter? You're okay. the one who's like talking about wanting to go long. Well, because <laughs> we got stadium. Are there more questions? We got, questions. We got stadium oh, talk to talk about. Well, kind of. Indeed. Yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. And, and we don't want to beat uh, the dead horse of all the work you've done in, uh, in just the amazing firestorm of just ignorance that has uh, <laughs> perpetuated. See, this is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by. Uh, these opinions are only a permanent <laughs> relegation. These are not necessarily those of Peter Will or the Indy 11 organization. Uh, all those given now should be taken with a grain of salt until Peter Will talks. <laughs> yes, okay. Yes. Right. With that being said, so the ignorance that has been bled upon our local media, um, we were actually kind of going through. Um, there's been a weird change. I got, oh, what do you got? Yeah, they, they say don't eat my bunny. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just saw that, Katie. That's awesome. Katie's kid uh, clutching a bunny, saying, "Don't eat my, don't make Peter." Well, I wouldn't eat, eat that bunny. It hasn't been cooked yet. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, not into rare bunny. Meat. Might be a little dry though. Hmm. And fur. Yes. So, um, you, you had yes. a great right. You had a great uh, letter put out to the public, and after. Uh, some some negative coverage from there. I think it's amazing. They put that out, and it was a great letter, and I've read it over multiple times. Uh, what really prompted you to say, I mean, you obviously have a stance on this, and but what prompted you to say, I'm going to write this out, I'm going to send this. I need well, It's just all know. the misinformation uh, that's, that's out there. And some of it is understandable because whenever you hear about a new stadium being built and ask for public assistance, the natural thing is to think that, the taxes are going to go up and the taxes are paying for what it. What about the children? What about the children? <laughs> Someone the the children. I got a pothole today. Right. D diverted right. funds, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the natural instinctive thing to think about. And that's why it was so important that we got the messaging out. But that's not the case with this proposal. In fact, you know, one of the reasons I'm so proud to be associated with it is it's a creative um, uh, approach to this yeah. that n not only has the stadium itself being funded by the users of the stadium, but the backup from the owner is from project. the owner's uh, own project. So um, we, 
the consultants, KSM uh, Consulting, looked at um, the project. They looked at um, the usage of it. Um, these are economic experts that uh, went to industry experts to get the numbers, and they looked at it, and they said the revenue that will be generated from the stadium is enough uh, to cover the debt service. Uh, they said the coverage is not enough, perhaps, to make uh, all of the um, lending institutions comfortable, so it would be helpful if you found some additional coverage. And that's when um, Ursal uh, suggested using uh, some of the uh, innkeeper's tax from the new hotel he was considering developing downtown. And by the way, this is uh, some uh, space right off of downtown, off the circle, that had vacant sat seven years, vacant right? more than that. Yeah. It was vacant for 13 years. Yeah, okay. And Ursal came in when no one else would or could and uh, was able to acquire it. And he had the option and still does have the option of converting it into apartments or some other usage that frankly wouldn't generate the tax revenue that a hotel would. And by doing it this way, he's able to make sure that there's a backstop on the stadium funding that will never affect the general taxpayer. Because the parking garage and Hopcat Broderbull are doing great. Am I right? Okay, there you go. No, and the thing is, is I think obviously with Ursal's business acumen, he knows what he's doing. I mean, he hasn't been successful for nothing. And the amount of events and things coming to Indianapolis in just over the past couple of years have really been something that can definitely support another downtown hotel uh, to generate that type of revenue that they're talking about in order to kind of front the bill and a lot of the people that that were complaining and bitching about this whole you know oh god well if they if it doesn't make enough money then the taxpayers are going to be stuck with it i actually saw a lot of people that were outside of the like the outside areas of indianapolis complaining about it even though they weren't the ones that were going to actually have to foot the bill in the first place if it were going yeah. to happen this right. whole bill that's in the this state house now that's being debated um isn't even asking for any sort of backstop. I mean, it's really what the bill is asking for is enabling legislation that will allow the taxes created by the stadium to be retained to pay for its debt service. And it's, it's pretty simple. And it's there's no moral obligation for any of the taxes to fall right. on the general taxpayers. And that's why I wrote that letter. I mean, laying it out in black and white, the people that read it got it and they understood it. The people that chose not to and just live in a fantasy world <laughs> continue to complain. And those are the people, frankly, that write comments. Well, those people are quick. And it's so funny how those who refuse to look at facts and have opinions so strong that they just supersede and, and overrule facts that will go quickly and smear it around and go, well, let's talk about what happened in Chicago. Let's talk about Toyota. Or can you go? Well, that's a is irrelevant. It's such a completely different situation. And you lay that out in that letter and, and it had very little to do with you anyways, but it's like, how can we find a tie? And, oh, and, and on top of that, well, this is a princess deal because Ursal's going to make some extra money and he's got like this fight in this, this hatred for this. And, and it's kind of stems back. I think misguided as it is, I want to look at it that it's, it's less that it's a uh, malicious intent and more of as writers, we love our city. 
we want to be able to maybe protect our people and let's try to give this out. But when you decide to put things out without facts and without looking into them and you say things like, um, it's going to be taxed and it's going to be just like Lucas Oil. Not even remotely close. No, and you know, I, I want to talk about the positive Thank aspects. You, the, the, the House of <laughs> uh, the State House voted overwhelmingly to right. support right. this, both on the committee level and the full house. On the full house, it was 74 to 21. On the committee level, it was something How did like Uncle Jesse vote 23 to it was 21 to 3 on the committee level. And one of the uh, uh, house Sorry. members. Sorry, I don't know how Uncle Jesse voted. It's a, it's a full house Uncle reference. Tanner. Oh my God, Andy. Uncle Jesse. This dude is literally giving you numbers, dropping I'm knowledge. Sorry, you Peter. Uncle I'm sorry, Peter. What did I tell you about that 9.8%? Is this a Bob Saget question? No, yes, it is. How did Bob Saget vote on? He said, fucking don't do it. Yes. It's bad. He don't probably do did it. drop it's the F. Bob Saget well. went blue. Yes. <laughs> Bob Saget was always blue. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. But there were voters in the committee who were on record as opposing the stadium last year. Yep. They opposed the Lucas Oil Stadium. They opposed Banker's Life. But then when it came to this version, they supported it. And it was because it's not a risky uh, legislation at all. So fortunately, those opinions that matter, the legislators, seem to be studying it, seem to support it, and we need to just continue to educate and that's what we're going to do. And by the way, this Thursday at the State House, yep. we have a big rally coming up. We're going to touch we on that. We encourage too. everyone. Yeah. Do, it. do it. Tell if us. You're, Preach. <laughs> get to the State House. Uh, 10 in the morning, it starts. Get there a little early. There's security to go through. I'm going to try to be there. Because all those rabble rousers come through. Yes, so exactly. Get there by 930 if you can. At 10 o'clock. All sorts of exciting speeches are going to be made. <laughs> the is, mayor is, are, is going to be there. Are one of them going to be by is, Peter Wilt? What, I think they're saving me for the, the last one. Okay. So if you haven't fallen asleep after the seventh one. <laughs> the mayor's uh, a big supporter, too. That's the mayor's been fantastic. And the mayor right. gets it. And, you know, what's, what's nice is, you know, he can he, he's not running for office. He, he, he's given his real opinion. He's looked at this. He believes this is good for the community. And and, and that feels good. I mean, and, and all sorts of people that get it, that have studied it, will be speaking at this event. And we're going to need... Uh, the fans to be there too and show their support. So 10 o'clock on Thursday morning, March 19th at the South Atrium, food will be served. All right. And t-shirts will be given. All right. Listen, if you have questions about that, make sure you go to Indy11.com. You want to hit the Brickyard Battalion as well. Um, it's just BrickyardBattalion.com. You can do BYB or hit them on Twitter at the underscore BYB. They have a huge link on there. Right. If you need directions, if you need um details more than just listening to us over yeah, there's and over. information on the where to park uh, there will be a byb rep speaking i haven't heard who it is yet i don't know have you uh, i haven't you, you are the voice of the byb i, have, I think I you would I hear it right uh, away if uh if anybody from the byb would like to uh disseminate that knowledge because i mean we are in the board on there but uh i, I don't know if this has been shuffled around who i can look it up speaking. Okay. yeah we can find out for you real quick. Um, and, quick tweet to and, us. And while I'm while I'm looking it up, I kind of want to just kind of touch a little bit about we kind of uh, you know obviously skirted around the whole local media thing, and obviously one of the biggest um, media outlets is a newspaper. 
that shall remain nameless, I guess. Any star. <laughs> yes, anyway. Remember, I, but remember anything I say is not to be. I've actually had players and, and some people ask me what's going on, like what, why the 180 and why the turn um, in terms of yeah, the, the negative slash positive, negative positive type of, of reporting that the Indy Star has done. I mean, do you have any opinion I know. on that? We, we had an opportunity to uh, talk about the stadium with their editorial board. And um, um, you kind of got to be careful with the whole thing. Yeah, you know, it was an opportunity to, to talk about it, and I appreciate the fact that they were able to uh, listen to us and ask some good questions. Um, one of the, I'll call it ironic things, is we walked into the room, and there's a whiteboard behind where we were sitting, and there's a message from a previous meeting. And I, I hope I'm not telling stories out of school, but <laughs> it was just kind of humorous on, in context with talking about the effect of a new soccer stadium on a community. The, the message on the whiteboard was, how do we attract young readers? How do we attract readers 18 to 34? <laughs> Which wow. is basically your demographic. Yeah, and, and I think it's <laughs> important to, to think in terms of the future of sports in Indianapolis, the future of Indianapolis as a community, the, the, the future of the culture here, and the importance that the whole use of sports as industry in Indianapolis has had. It's been obviously a remarkable success in a strategy for this community uh, going back to the 1980s with the U.S. Olympic Festival, right. uh, the Pan American Games. Games, and leading up to the Super Bowl, and then the NCAA Final Four, as well as the number of amateur organizations at NCAA. Basketball and for that. Right. It's, it's a great strategy. Right. And the future of that strategy uh, it has to become broader. It has to include globalization. And frankly, it has to include soccer. Yes. So to your question, um, it's going to be Josh Mason, who is speaking for the BYB. Fantastic. So, Josh is, great. is yes. a very good spokesman uh, for the Brickyard Battalion and for the sport of soccer. And uh, I really encourage everyone to come on down to, uh, to hear for themselves uh, the case for the stadium. It's an opportunity also if you want to meet your legislator and uh, and have a word and, and let them know you support it. You can also go on the Stadium for Indiana website and uh, get the contact information for your senator and let them know uh, how you feel about the stadium and its importance uh, to you and the future of the state. I mean, I've been hoping for Sunday liquor law reform for Ever, but uh, <laughs> I'll just I'll put that on the back burner and, and really really press for Indy Eleven. At well, this point. and from a personal note, I mean, obviously the thing that got passed today, the the religious discrimination. But, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Peter, I'm right there with you. He's I'm gonna right step away. Oh, oh, don't, oh, don't do Jesus, it. Don't, don't do it. Don't eat it. Okay. Did you just say Jesus? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. How right. about that for a segue? Anyway, the that's the only thing that it's just. It was mind-boggling to me. And again, you don't need to say a thing. Back away. That's fine. Yeah, it's from, on my end, it's mind-boggling to me. That can be voted on. That be done. yes, that so that we can vote on the fact that you can discriminate based off religious so views. Press, so press your representatives, press your senators. I mean, bombard them if it's, yeah. this is something because they need to know what the people. I mean, obviously, the whole political idealism. It, it, you you know, I I, I want to feel like I can make a difference, but sometimes I don't feel like I can make a difference at all. But we can in this. Yes, and I think and with, that, Thursday, with that rally on there, Thursday, right. 10 a.m., right. uh, address again, Peter? 
It's that big building with a dome. <laughs> A block, two blocks it's west. It's called the Estate Husay. Estate Husay. Right. Yeah, right. It's uh, the state capitol building on Market Street where yep. uh, the Governor Oliver Morton statue. Oh, is. okay. There we go. So literally, if you go to the monument and you look west, yeah. you, you pretty much you just your eyesight runs into yeah. it. <laughs> basically, basically. Basically. That's okay. the place. There you go. All right. So. And I think we might have a little gathering at Lock Miller's Pub to sing oh, okay. uh, afterwards. Damn. You know what? We didn't give anything to the sinking ship. What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> yes. The golden ace in, of there course. There you go. Cha-ching. Done. All right. What time are you getting started? Rasal's not listening, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Probably not. We, we, we know he's not listening. Well, Come I on. do. Okay. <laughs> so, Gijo, our community relations director, right. sends me uh, an appearance. Yeah, Gijo, friend Gijo, of the show. Uh, he sends friend me an us. appearance um, request. Yeah. Um, I don't get that many appearance requests. Normally, they go sure to players you and coaches. So sure you occasionally, I get one. So he sends me an email that says, uh, we have an official appearance at the Golden Ace Inn on St. Patrick's Day. Wow. You're Do needed you there go? between 4 o'clock and 5.30. Uh, can you be there? In and what I state said, mentally? <laughs> yeah, I said, I will show up early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, I may get there at, uh, uh, a little bit earlier than 4. So let's give away some tickets yeah. real quick. All and, right. And I want to... We're going to do it typical podcast style. I want Peter to come up with a question. Be anything. Can be anything. Anything. Oh, so and I shouldn't go for our new signing at this point? Well, we're going to do the new signing as people are answering this question. But the uh, I want a question from Peter Wilt that people can answer to win two free tickets to the home opener. I guess the New York Cosmos to see Raul. Okay. And what? Indy 11. Whoop them. <laughs> What university in the state of Indiana uh-huh. did Martin Luther King give his final campus speech at in 1968, February 1st, 1968? Oh, they're just going to Google it now. <laughs> yeah, Don't do it. No right. Googling, okay? Right. No, we yes. can't do Honestly, it. No this, is like trivia. this is like trivia from yes. Indie Live Trivia. Exactly. So what university in Indiana did Martin Luther King give his last campus speech at uh before he was killed use hashtag bybcast and uh you can say it out loud chris you're not gonna be right it's a hard oh, question you're not gonna be right if it's if it's not um searched it's gonna be a difficult question okay oh. so one more time with the question what indiana university what university in the state of indiana okay. did martin luther king give his last campus speech he gave other speeches after this, but right. his last one on a university grounds was at this college in Indiana. And it was on, I believe, February 1st, 1968. And of course, he was assassinated March, April, May, June, about four months later. And of course, Robert F. Kennedy was in town in Indianapolis for a um, presidential campaign stop when he was forced to tell the throng waiting for him what had happened. It was in the pre-internet age, so the hundreds and hundreds of RFK supporters uh, in the African-American community near 16th and College Mm -hmm. had not heard about the tragic news until RFK told him about them about it and went on to give the most amazing speech I've ever heard. It was extemporaneous for more than five minutes, and it's reproduced in a a bronze plaque 
in uh, King Kennedy Park with a beautiful sculpture of uh, MLK and RFK reaching their hands out to each other on the site of that speech. All right, we have an answer. Chris, have you have you found the uh, have you Googled it yet and found the answer? And I should know this because it's in my county, my home county. Uh, let me guess. It was. Uh, I don't know. It's in the. It's in. It's I don't in, know. Is not the right answer. It's in Wabash County. Okay. Which uh, is not where Wabash College is. Correct. Right? <laughs> yes, because Wabash College is in Crawfordsville. Right. Okay. Uh, it is Manchester College. Uh, now known correct. as Manchester University. That is correct. And do we have a winner? Yes, we do. Uh, actually, Lewis. Uh, the, I think that'd the, be Luis. Luis. Right. Okay. Luis. From Noblesville. From Noblesville. The husband, I love Noblesville. The husband of Katie. Have I mentioned that I love <laughs> Noblesville? Uh, so Can Luis, I ask another uh, trivia question? Of course. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Okay. I'll, two more tickets. Oh, all right. Two You're more tickets. Do this? Colluder is going to be pissed. Colluder's like, right, <laughs> no, 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 These are more. my personal tickets. I get oh, all two right. comp tickets every game. I have my own these season These are your tickets. seats, are they? No, it's not my season are you, tickets. Are you going to be in the same seats as last year, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. I renewed. Okay. Good. Did you renew? I did renew. Did you renew? Done. Did you renew? Did you renew? <laughs> I renewed. I renewed. So um, for two additional tickets, Luis, you are not eligible. This yes. is a, a Noblesville question. The Hamilton County Jail used to be on the square in Noblesville in a Victorian building that now houses the History Museum or Historic Society of Hamilton County. When it was a jail in the 1960s, for one night, it housed perhaps the most famous criminal in, I'll call it American history. Infamous. Okay. That may be an exaggeration. Right. I don't know, but no. certainly one of the most famous criminals spent one night at uh, the Hamilton County Jail on the square in Naples, Noblesville. Who was it? One more time. Not Al Capone. Was, Not Dillinger. It was in was, the 1960s. It, no, 1960s. Okay. So John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. No. He's still alive okay. and was recently married. Uh, okay. Oh, I know it done. Well, we got to get we, someone we got, who. We've got an answer. Him. We got an answer. All right. Uh, so Steve, Steve, at oh MCD twenty. That's Rieger, by the way. Rieger, Steve Rieger. Okay. okay. It's great that you know all of your listeners by name. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, Manson. Both of them. Marilyn or Charles? Charles. Correct. Charles Manson. What was he doing here? Why? He what, was a vagrant. Okay. Uh, so both, real quick, both Luis well, amongst he, other things, he was a vagrant. Luis and Steve connection. need to follow us on Twitter so that I can uh, DM them the information on how to get tickets. I think or you can just qualify. email me, peter at indie11.com. <laughs> As you get like 19 emails. Oh, hey, my name's Luis. Can I have tickets? <laughs> oh, I'm not giving Luis the tickets. That's from Colluder. I'm giving Steve oh, Rieger okay. my tickets. Steve Rieger. Email Peter Wilt, peter at indie11.com to get your tickets. Uh, Luis, follow us so I can DM, DM you the information on how to get. So tickets. anyway, so he's a vagrant. I don't know. Look it up. I mean, he's got oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, fucking follow up. I get it. He got me all like I'm tantalized here. I'm yeah, like, he's, he's, ooh, he's really ooh, ooh, I want to know. And no, that, all I got is just a quick night. part. Right. <laughs> I got, I got the cliff note. It's not like he yeah. murdered someone and they kept him in jail for one night. Oh. Okay, gotcha. All right, 
So is that um? I think we're. I think I we're. Keep, to, yeah, I don't want to keep yeah. it, Peter. I know you got a friend coming in and are uh, here already. Um, Stu, Stu Berman, Stu, Stu Berman. Berman. Is What's, he in the house? I don't know. Stu Berman, you in the house? Uh, paging Stu Berman. No. Stu Berman. Yes. No. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, there's Stu right is that there. Stu Berman. Oh, it's Stu. Ber Stu Berman. You could come up and sit if you'd like. We don't know who Stu Berman <laughs> He's is. Here he all the way from San Francisco. Stu Berman looks slightly jet-lagged and unenthralled to be up here. But, but he there's... just had dinner with Brad Ring. Maybe oh. you can give some inside information. Stu, on Brad very Ring. nice to meet you. Oh, speaking nice of insider information, don't uh, you're not yeah, yeah, just you're not off the you're off the you're off the air yet. So signing, the no, the, the signing. Stu is our signing. <laughs> Stu is yeah, our Stu. signing. All the way front office. Stu, you look Stu, a great shape, you sir. Look like a fantastic striker. striker. I would say heading heading is your specialty. <laughs> okay, it's mine too. All right, so we have waited, and all those who have been listening, watching, um, we're gonna have breaking news here live. Mr. Peter Wilt, who is the newest signing for Indy Eleven? Me. Are we gonna have any guesses? Oh, do we have any guesses? Guess? Do we have, have any, any guesses to give away? Uh, Wait, I, have... I literally said this and I got shot down. It was like, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Okay. Yep. We have a Happy last pizza. slice of pizza. If you can guess, Peter will ship this to you in a I'm, box. I'm gonna eat it right now while, while and if you open it, you have to at least say, what's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, never mind. Andy ate it. Let's I go got ahead. it. I got it. Okay. Uh, we're really pleased to bring back uh, uh, to Indy 11 this year, Charlie Rugg. Oh, Los listen Angeles to this guy. So, basically, at the beginning of the show, he's like, "Well, we go. He, he went back to LA Galaxy, and we we can't get him now." So he called this actually before we got in there. He goes, "He goes. I think it's Charlie Rugg." And I was like, "Good answer. You win the prize. You get the pizza. Hey, <laughs> free pizza!" Now we're excited. I mean, Charlie obviously did a great job last year when he was here, and um, again, he he's going to compliment our other uh, forward options. Um, you know, he, he strikes fear in uh, visiting teams' defenses, and uh, it's an outstanding addition. We're very pleased. I think. Uh, Are we playing it, two it, up the front now? Uh, Jurgen's been going with four four two, and I think very likely that will continue. That's amazing. I'm good. This is uh, this has been great. So. We're excited. We're ready. Um, Thursday, again, if you guys are available, please make sure you get downtown. Let's get that going um, and get prepared. Yes. Another thing, uh, kind of operational news, yep. uh, just for uh, the season of the podcast, we're really excited that uh, Mason, Josh Mason, who is essentially kind of like our producer in the skies, um, he has got us uh, a new board for the show and some uh, speakers. So for those of you who want, who are in the area that are listening that want to come to Fisher's Chatham Tap and want to be a part of the show, we're actually going to start we'll broadcasting, broadcasting the show into the bar so that you can be a part of it. You can come up, ask questions, uh, you know, be a part of winning tickets and, and some merchandise and stuff here. We've also hired security. So yeah. that was <laughs> I am the security, basically. Right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but um, uh, we're really excited about the season. We're going to have a lot of great guests. We're going to try to make it a weekly show. Um, to like kind of every other week try to have the show live here and then um, the other weeks kind of have it at a home a office yeah as a call-in for people to kind of uh, put their two cents in about how the season's going um, and things like that so we're really excited about some of the things that we're, we're going to be doing for the podcast this I year. appreciate everything you guys have done to promote soccer in Indiana and uh, it's, it's it's fun stuff it's a great informal way to share information and I look forward to uh, listening in the weeks ahead
Peter, if we you, appreciate it. Peter, I'm going to check to see if you actually listen. <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> if oh, you see no. Peter Will out, give him the hug because this guy is one of the best huggers in the world. I'm going to say that. Give him about three, four slaps. Charlie Stilatano is number one. But... All right. I have all right. no idea who the hell that is. That sounds good. All right. Charlie's a great hugger. That, so the next question is, who's the best hugger Peter knows? <laughs> okay. All right. Thank anyway, you thank you. Uh, PermanentRelegation.com. New website's up. Uh, listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Stitcher, all that kind of good stuff. Follow us on Twitter, at PR Podcast Show. This is ridiculous that the last minute and a half you were sitting here doing a show with your mouth stuffed with Peter's Game and tell. pizza. Game and tell right now. Mouth stuffed with Peter's pizza. Let, done. <laughs> done. Game over. Goodbye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Don't for my blast hat. Oh, oh, and Peter with the blast hat. We're still live. What about the blast hat? Give it to us. Blast hat.